You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. As we wrap up the Wednesday, Al, I always love uh, when Craig does this, and he does it often. He did it again today, as a matter of fact. Alan Jerry back with you for another post-show, post-game podcast. Uh, he always talks about not being able to leave here feeling good about ourselves, and quite frankly, it's pretty honest and actual. You basically mock everybody uh, within the show, and today you guys got into something that I was in the newsroom, and I honestly laughed out loud. As soon as it started, I knew where it was going, and that was the conversation. It was moment of the day, too, when I guess it was Boomer that asked you if there was, you know, if you could have been a doctor, what kind of doctor would you be? And you said a foot doctor. And I totally understand why you said that. But then it went in the direction of, all right, now let's just completely insult the entire field, which I thought was very funny, although you didn't mean it. It's an interesting conversation because you're right and you're wrong. Yeah, my reasoning for choosing to be a foot doctor, it seems like the foot. Now I'm focused on just one little part. It's not life or death. It's not the heart. It's not the brain. It's not something complicated like the colon or the, um, you know, gynecological areas, which seem very complicated. Yes. You know, uh, it'd be like if there was such a thing as a hand doctor. There which are hand doctors. Well, they don't have a name like podiatrist. So I thought podiatrist seems like an easy thing to do, easier. Because once you study it and become an expert, it's the foot. Right, the foot's not changing. The foot's not changing. I did have people hit me up on Twitter saying that, you know, two-thirds of all human bones are in the foot. Whatever. <laughs> but after, discuss- Whatever. after discussing that, I came up with a what I would say a lazier uh, doctor would be, Which and is. that would be a general practitioner. I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Because then all I do is you come in for you'll come in for something, Jerry. What's what's your problem? Hi, I'm your I'm your general doctor. Hi, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, what is your issue? No, uh, I have a problem breathing. Oh, let me send you to the uh, breathing yeah, specialist. Exactly. I would just I would just send everyone out to a specialist. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree with you more. And it sounds terrible to say because yeah. you know what they had they went through medical school and they put a lot of time in. But you're right. The one thing about a general practitioner, and we all have them, God love them, they can tell you the difference between the cold and maybe uh, not a flu, but a cold and a, what's it called, Um, allergies. Right. Definitely, I'll tell you what type of medicine to take. That's great. But if anything even remotely looks serious, go see this guy. You better go see a specialist. And that's what I love about them, because you don't feel like you're getting schnookered. They're going to make sure you go to the right person. You're funny. But if you're going to be a heart doctor or a brain surgeon... Man, you got a lot riding on the line. Those are there are some jobs I don't understand why people get paid so much. Jobs like that, I don't understand why they don't get paid more. And I know they get paid a lot already. And a lot of them, I know a couple of them, they they almost feel like they play God in some cases. The God complex. Yes, but I almost understand it because they're literally holding their your life in their hands. So it is interesting. The one thing I just I always wonder this: if you pick the gynecological direction, yes. How do you get married? Like, how do you 
I don't How do you know. find it's that a, area that to be? A, it's a weird dynamic, isn't it, between you and your wife and your clientele? Yes. Even though it's totally medical. We're, everybody's still a human being, though. I mean, how do you have dinner? How was your day, honey? Right. You know what I'm saying? And also, do you want to, you know, be like if you had a microphone at home, you probably wouldn't be interested in it. <laughs> in, in talking into the microphone? Yeah, you did it all day long. That's weird, isn't yeah. it? Uh, that's one thing. I've always wondered, and I don't think we need to discuss any further because it's probably not going to go in a good direction, but it's out there. Yeah. Speaking of uh, doctors and this sort of thing, I'm seeing all these, you know, we're in the free agent area of the NFL season where everyone's, every. it's like Greg Hardy today will be in Dallas for a physical. Yes. Greg Hardy will then travel to, to, to Tampa to have a physical. All these nonstop physicals, are they getting the prostate checked at every one of these physicals? I hope so. That was my question. I thought so. And then somebody said to me, well, these on Twitter, Twitter always has the answers. Mm, oh, yeah. That these, like Wikipedia. Are, that these are younger guys. You don't get the prostate check until like I you're 40, right? I guess you're right, until probably late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, depending on your point. family history. So, therefore, it's basically just a rub of the jewels. I guess so. Right? Turn and cough. cough. What else is there in well, physical? It, I'm pressure? thinking of it because I have to go in two weeks. I'll go for my physical. And uh, I, I used to, I was going every year, and then I, I haven't gone now in almost three years. Now, you do not like having your prostate checked. I don't, although this is, strange, this is going to sound strange. Um, I, I really had, ne- had had it checked once in my life, maybe 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, my dad had prostate cancer, had mm-hmm. his prostate removed. So, and now I'm 45, and my dad had prostate cancer. Right, I've been skating by. Yes. The last time I went to a doctor with, I had a, an, a um, I had a, I had a urologist appointment because I felt like a cramp in my, you know, in my, in my area down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turned out everything was okay, but while I was in there, he said, "Listen, you got to get your prostate checked," and uh, he did it. It was not as um, invasive. In, well, it was invasive. It was not as. Oh, this is not going to sound good. Horrendous as I thought. Like you didn't it was, mind it. No, see, that's where it's going to come out wrong. No, I did mind it. It was invasive. It wasn't. I thought it was going to, I might black out. I would be traumatized the rest of the day. All of that. So, so yeah, I mean, I really thought like it was going to be an experience that I was going to need to clear the rest of my day schedule. Like I really was thinking, I was like, I'm going to clear the rest of my schedule and I'm going to be good to go. But it was like, it was very, it was very quick. And the good part about it was there was no. There's I was a good no, part about it. There was no setup to it. I didn't know I was getting that done when I went in. Do you have? So I didn't have time to think about it like I do know this that time. You're getting this done this yeah. time. Will you have anxiety? If yes. Going to the yeah, it's still uncomfortable. <laughs> of course, it's uncomfortable. When I get a hernia check, it's uncomfortable because. Yes, but it's your health. And it there is. There are certain things that you can't. And yes. we commuted together. It's a couple of years ago now. We don't do it anymore. I am. I was begging you to get this done because of your family history. Yes. And I said to you, no no disrespect, no offense. You're an idiot not to get it done. Right. I'm glad to see you finally come to your senses. Whether you enjoy it, don't enjoy I it, didn't hate enjoy it, get it. anxiety or anything, I know what the, get it done. The weird part about it is when you're done, they give you tissues. They go, you're clean up. Kind of messy. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, they yes. And then it's, I, I know we got to move on, but I'll just say this. The last time I had it done, it was... Here, clean up. And then the doctor walked out with yeah. the door wide open. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you're killing me, man. No. I mean, this is bad enough. I don't need to be sitting here. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, MLB All-Star Battling. So in the past, this was always fun. You go to the uh, ballpark, and you always find the ballots, and you know, you take you take the pencil, and you punch in the holes, and 
Uh, we even did the thing with the girls a couple of years ago. That was to get David Wright in. Yeah, was we wanted to get City David Field. Wright in. We brought all those uh, David Wright girls in to punch ballots here, and then we we shipped boxes and boxes That's and right. boxes of ballots over to MLB, which was great. But they're they're changing it now as they're basically catching up to the rest of uh, the world and getting going high tech, I guess you could say. Apparently, you were telling me this is going online now, huh? All online, hundred percent so, uh, online. Not even at the ballpark. No more ballots at the ballpark. See, I don't mind the fact that you can't just go find ballots at the stores, which they used to do and stuff like that. There's something special, though, about uh, – it's not special. That sounds kind of weird. There's something cool about doing it at the ballpark when you get there. You're in the moment. You feel it. You're at the game. Peanuts, hot dogs, Cracker Jacks, all that stuff. All-star ballot. And now it's like, eh, I They don't know. should leave the ballots at the uh, ballparks for you to do, but just don't count them. <laughs> What's the point? Because then it's kind of fun. Yeah, your, your kids are with you. Your kids are punching ballots. <laughs> you're punching ballots. It's part of the thing, but – at the end of the game, when you would leave peanut shells under your seat, you just eh, throw the ballots the under the Yeah, put them in your empty beer cups. How about at the very least you give us the balloting with computer stations set up at the ballpark? So I, I wait in line at a computer by the – or Why maybe not? when I'm waiting for a beer or, a hot, or I'm at Shake Shack and the line's nine hours long. While I'm I there, yeah. there's someone there with a, like an iPad and I can I can all-star vote. Like, perfect. That's what about exactly that? right. How about that? I don't understand the nine-hour wait at the Shake Shack, which I see, too. I don't go for that. But I like that idea. It'll make it go a lot faster. Yeah. See, I have a problem with City Field because that's what you're basically referring to. I can't even go to a game there anymore. I love it. The problem is my kids see that damn batting cage in the back. And it's like, second inning, can we go to the batting cage? No, not yet. Third inning, can we go to the batting? No, not yet. Fourth inning, can we go? They don't want to watch the game. They're okay for a couple of innings, but there's so many other cool things to do in the back, which is great, by the way. Between the, the the throwing the ball and getting the guy in the water, then you got the batting cage, then you go play on the wiffle ball field, then they got Carvel beautifully placed right next to it. I literally sit there and watch three innings on the screen every time I go to a Met game. And now you're going to give me all-star ballots on iPads. I'm never going back to my seat. No, it's a great seat to get at the Mets game if you're looking. It's, it's more reasonably priced, and it's a good location. Uh, you're under shade is the left field bleachers in the, the, the first yeah, level. Sure. That's a nice seat. There's a lot of good seats there. Yeah, that's a solid seat. You ever sit in Eben seats? Uh, no. Tremendous. Right behind home plate, but like three sections up, but right. first row. And you see everything. Everything. And he's got like three feet of space between his seat and the rail. It's, I mean, oh, I that's took, perfect. I took him once. I took his seats once. He gave them to me. Just tremendous. Really a lot of fun, actually. Gary, here's something that we deal with every day. And there was a new study uh, done talking about commutes. And of course, uh, the New York uh, person has the worst commute ever. Although people in California will say horrendous. that L.A. is horrendous yeah. as well. But I guess this study did. Uh, how much time during the week are you, is the average person putting in for work and commute? So from the start of your driving to work, working and driving home, how many hours in the week is that? I would think my guess is going to be... You're spending eight and a half to nine hours a day at work, so times five is 45. And I got to think, the average round-trip commute is three hours a day for most people in this area, which is 50. I'm going to say 50 hours. Actually, a little I'm lower. Sorry, 60. Uh, lower. 40, lower. 49.1, really? which didn't seem crazy. They say that uh, breaking that down, that the average uh, person in the New York area has a, for the week, five days a week, six hours and 18 minutes of a commute. That's not terrible. Which doesn't sound terrible. No. I mean, for me, with no traffic, and I don't think, 
I don't think I live far away. I really don't. I mean, I used to live down the shore in Point Pleasant, and it was 70. My God, going to Astoria, I was 72 miles each way. Well, that sounds crazy. Which is why I don't live there anymore. We tried it, didn't work, so whatever. I don't think I live far now, and without traffic, I'm 40. I mean, with our hours, I'm 48 minutes in, and I'm 50 minutes home. That's much longer than what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny to me, uh, so many people now that I talk to, I would think, you know, based on just listening to the traffic reports that go on and uh, seeing it on TV, just uh, all the, t- the tunnels, the crossings being all backed up, I would think people's commutes are a lot longer than they are. But so many people that I talk to think my 35-minute commute into the city sounds like a disaster. They're like, How is that possible? They're like, I like to, uh, I'm, I'm 10 minutes from my work. I'm 20 minutes right, but from that's, my Now work. you're talking about people that live in Hoboken, live yeah. around the city. I mean, if you have, I'm not saying families don't live in areas like that. Some certainly do. Some certainly live in Manhattan. No question. But the suburbs are basically for family life, if you will. Yes. And for single guys, quite frankly. My brother's single. He loves it. Uh, he just likes playing softball on the weekends and doing yes, what he wants. Yes, it's relaxing in the suburbs. Yes, and he loves being able, he's like you, he loves just being able to go somewhere and park somewhere. Not yes. Not to deal with this nonsense in Manhattan. So for people like us, I mean, even if you're 15 minutes away from the tunnel, which is close it still is going to take you 45 to 50 minutes to get into the city. Well, that's the thing when people say to me, why don't you live in the city? And then I'll say, well, where do you live? And they'll say, oh, I live on the Upper East Side. And uh, where do you commute to? Well, lower Manhattan. How long does that take? 40 minutes. Right. It's the same amount of time. Yes. I mean, it took me, by the way, I know I know the subways run well. They really do. From Connolly's yesterday to here, I thought it was relatively quick. I walked out the door. Connolly's, Connolly's was like uh, Times Square right. area. I would say it was no more than a three-minute walk. It was that close. I walked out of there at 11.42, and I walked in here at 12.09. I don't think it took long. I thought it was relatively quick. Yes. But I stood there on that platform for seven or eight minutes waiting for a train. You had a couple of – it still is 25 minutes. Yeah, that's the problem. And and especially taking uh, mass transit in New York City, subways on the weekends, forget it. Sometimes you could sit there for 25 minutes before a train comes. Uh, no question about it. Yeah. And they do have, I, and I didn't know this because I haven't been on these in a long time. They do have the board now that, that tells you of train approaching, That's twa- true. train six minutes away. I like that. Which is great. Here's the problem. It said my train, when I got there, it said one train downtown in two minutes. It said in two minutes for six minutes. Where is it? They also have on the signs, uh, put, uh, a guy will be mugging you in 23 minutes. So those are new new signs that they have. Remember when that's all people thought? Like, if you went on the subway, you were getting robbed? Yes. I had that thought for a long time. Listen, I used to, I, when I used to do the uh, update shifts before this, I used to do 5 p.m. to midnight, 1140 or whatever, and I was taking the subways. And I would get, I won't say where, but I was taking the subways from Astoria into Manhattan. Sometimes if I left a little late, it was be 1220, 1230, and you're sitting there on the platform like, why isn't someone coming to get me? Yes. If something happens, no one's going to know about it because it was me and another guy. Like if you were a mugger, you'd say, maybe I'll go down to the subway. Very scary. Yeah. It's actually amazing to me that it's 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 run so well and there aren't more incidents. Anymore. That's it, Jerry. We're out of time. Thank you. I've got to catch a subway. Waka waka. Goodbye. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show. Wow! With the real stars of the show. Alan Jerry.